Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. They told me it would be 50 cents more per unit. Now, I thought that was pretty high. Uh, compared to my other suppliers, that's very high. Um, but again, I went um, very high end. I wanted to get that perceived value really up there. Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show, AMPM podcast. As a matter of fact, this past weekend, I was out of town. I was at the Button Willow Raceway. I was joining NASA's Honda Challenge race. And while I was out there banging wheels with other guys, I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So today we're gonna be talking about negotiating with your supplier, or at least how I negotiated with my supplier. And I happened to save about $2,250 in about 49 minutes, okay, under an hour. And this was with my second supplier order, okay? So meaning I had already ordered from them before and this was the second time I was ordering. So let me give you a little bit of background on this. As of right now, I have 13 SKUs, okay? 13 different products. Some of them are variations, some of them are not. But this is my newest product and this is also the newest supplier that I am currently dealing with. Now, I had negotiated with several different suppliers uh, when I reached out and I was actually sourcing the product, right? It's, this is the, the same thing that I teach all of you guys to do, right? Go out, uh, reach out to tons of different suppliers, talk to them, negotiate some details, you know, pricing, uh, everything that you need to in order to get the product. And then when you finally have nailed it down to a handful of guys, or a handful of factories or suppliers, then you're gonna order samples, right? That's the process. So my current supplier, the one that I'm using now, the one that I was going to, or the one that I actually negotiated again on, um, was the supplier that had the best price out of everybody. Okay, and when I received all the samples from all the different suppliers, their samples were also the best out of the group. At least in my opinion, I felt like they were the best. Now, when I was originally negotiating with the suppliers, um, and I think you should do this as well, make sure that before you order any kind of samples, you actually negotiate with tons of people. So let's just say that in the end, I'm, I know that I'm gonna order, I'm gonna order, let's say, three or four different samples, okay, from four different suppliers. I'll still negotiate price with seven, eight, nine, ten 10 different suppliers. I wanna try to negotiate the bottom price because ultimately, um, if everybody's got you know similar pricing, then I can make my decision 100% completely based on the quality of the samples that come in and not on the price. And also when you're negotiating with all of these suppliers, like if you're negotiating with 10 suppliers, and I get it, this takes a while, right? It takes time to sit there and negotiate with suppliers, but you're talking about doing this essentially uh, once or twice and then you're done with it, right? Uh, with, with this product, you're not going out and renegotiating with 10 suppliers. You're later on coming back and negotiating with just 
your current supplier. But by negotiating with, let's say, 10 suppliers, first of all, you're practicing your negotiating skills, right? You're out there and you're you're negotiating, you're learning, you're you're getting over that fear. It's almost like uh, public speaking, right? You're getting over that fear of of telling them no, I don't like that, and you've got to give me something better. And um, whatever strategy strategies uh, you're actually using. Okay. The second thing is, if you're dealing with a lot of suppliers, you're going to start to find that if the products are actually of similar quality, you're going to find uh, a floor, essentially a price point where suppliers and factories just won't go below, right? They can't. They, they got to have some kind of a margin in there. And once you start seeing this across all of the suppliers, right? They're all very, very similar, or at least the very lowest ones are very similar. Then you know, at least I know. That's, I'm like, okay, you know what? These guys, they're, they, they're at the bottom. This is it. So then at that point, I'll start ordering samples. Another thing that I did with the supplier that I ultimately chose, um, after I looked at the samples and I knew that's what I wanted, uh, that's the product, or the, sorry, that's the factory that I was going to go uh, with, and that was the product that I wanted. I went to them, and I negotiated the price a little bit more, okay? And it, we're talking about cents, okay? It wasn't a lot. And I did that by getting, essentially, a 5,000-unit price point uh, based on my, my initial order and based on the fact that I was going to come back and, and build up to that 5,000-unit order level. I was only ordering 1,000 units, by the way, just so that we're clear. So I was ordering 1,000 units, but getting a 5,000, getting the cost per unit um, as if it were a 5,000 unit order. So I knew that if in the future I was going to be reordering and it was anything less than 5,000 units, I probably wasn't going to get a better price. But at least I got something uh, really good in the beginning. So now we fast forward to present time, okay? I, I've been selling the 1,000 units. They're, they're selling really well. Um, I'm doing the calculations and I can see when I'm going to run out of stock. So I'm going to order some more. But this time when I reorder, um, I'm going to be ordering 2,000 units, right? So I contact the supplier and I knew again that the pricing wasn't going to come down much at all, if anything at all, um, because of the, the facts that I just pointed out. Now, the price on the actual product, the manufacturing cost to me was $4.20 per unit. Okay, that's what it costs to have it manufactured. That doesn't include other prices like uh, the shipping or Amazon fees or anything like that. That was That's just the price that the factory charges me to actually have each unit produced, okay? So one of the things that I learned during the whole process of selling the first thousand units is that I wanted to increase the perceived value of the product. I wanted to do this by improving the packaging, okay? The first time I ordered the thousand units, I created pretty good packaging, but it wasn't the best packaging because it wasn't, I wasn't 100% sure if the product was going to take off. Now, normally I create pretty awesome packaging, but this one, this one's good. It's better than most of the competition out there, but I wanted it to be better, okay? I, and when they opened up the box, I wanted there to be an additional sticker um, or, or it's part of the packaging on the actual product. And I wanted an instructional sheet or it's, it's more like a business card that, you know, that's glossy, really high end. Um, I wanted that in there as well because I was getting questions uh, from buyers, um, from customers that were, they, they were asking certain things that I thought were just common sense. Uh, people would know about it, but they didn't. So I wanted to put an instructional card in the package. That way uh, there would be no, no more issues. It would reduce customer support. 
uh, reduce the amount of time required to uh, to do that. So I would save money just on time alone. Now, based on the specs that I sent them for the additional packaging, the sticker uh, on the product, it was it's pretty large, and the instructional insert card, they told me it would be 50 cents more per unit. Now, I thought that was pretty high. Uh, compared to my other suppliers, that's very high. Um, but again, I went um, very high end. I wanted to get that perceived value really up there. So it wasn't unreasonable. It would certainly be a lot more if I did that here in the US. So I went back to them knowing that they weren't going to come down below that 420 price point, almost for sure. And I said I wanted them to actually come down to about $4. And I wanted them to add the two pieces of packaging um, to my order as well. So I wanted them to reduce the price, add two more things. Um, and I was at a thousand units. Essentially at this point, I hadn't told them that I was gonna be doing 2000 units. And I knew going in, this was a crazy request. For sure, they were gonna, they were gonna turn it down. I knew this, okay? So now when they said no, I said, hey, look, I'll increase the, uh, the order. I'll double it from 1000 units to 2000 units you know what kind of price can you give me and again they came back and said sorry you know you have the best price we gave you the best price last time nobody else has this price so they just wouldn't budge and we were going at it for at this point for quite a while okay probably half an hour so i responded with something like i don't know if i can make this deal work this time and then i left it at that and i just kind of let the the, the skype chat go for about 10 minutes. Oh, I, I probably forgot to even mention this. This whole communication wasn't going through email or anything like that. It was on Skype. It was live. Um, and like I said, it was about 30 minutes into this conversation where I said that. And then I decided, you know what? I'm just going to not respond to anything for about 10 minutes because we were going back and forth pretty regularly, at least uh, probably every minute or two we were we were t talking to each other. Um, I was doing other things. I was talking to other people on Skype as well. But uh, the conversation was flowing. So now, he kept, came back and was asking questions and are you there? And he was, I think he was getting a little bit nervous. So after about 10 minutes, I came back and I said something that sealed the deal. And it's not brain surgery, right? It's not rocket science. I essentially said, listen, I need to contact other suppliers to see what kind of pricing they can give me. And I'm going to have a meeting about this and then we'll figure everything out. But if you can give me the same $4.20 price as last time, but you also throw in the two new packaging pieces that we talked about and you throw that in and it's included in that $4.20 price, then we'll have a deal. We can agree on it right now and I don't have to contact anybody and we're good to go. Okay, so you see what I did there? Essentially, I am getting the same price that I negotiated last time, which was, my, which was essentially a rock bottom price point for 5,000 units. This time I'm ordering only 2,000 units and I'm getting the same exact price, but I'm asking them to throw in two high quality inserts essentially, okay? He came back, he said he had to check with his boss and a few minutes later, um, the deal was approved. So that was it. That was about 49 minutes or so. I remember looking at it going, wow, it's less than an hour. 49 minutes, the original price of 470, um, which is what uh, it was gonna be for everything that I wanted, came back down to the 420, okay? So that's 50 cents per unit that I was saving on uh, 2,000 units. So $1,000 that I saved there. And then I also ordered um, a secondary, or I, I, I don't have the SKU in, I don't have that product here, but I'm adding a new product within that niche. Um, so I ordered um, 
another thousand units on that and was able to negotiate that price point down. I had already had pricing. I had negotiated pricing last time, but never um, actually placed that order. I wanted to start with one product. So I negotiated uh, pricing down based on the new pricing I got. And uh, in all, I ended up saving uh, $2,250. So pretty happy. Um, you know, I mean, it's $2,250. If I would have just said, yeah, sure. You know, th that price sounds cool. And you know, 50 cents is reasonable. It would cost like $1.50 here in the U.S. or whatever, right? It's not just the the packaging, the printing and all that. It's also uh, putting it on the product the way I wanted. It's not, I, I don't want to go into too many details, but it's not as simple as just throwing something into a box, okay? They have to actually apply it to the product and the product is, is a weird shape. So anyways, um, yeah, $2,250, guys. Now, one of the questions I was asked on Periscope, because I talked about this a little bit on Periscope. And by the way, guys, if you're not following me on Periscope, you know, it's a video, uh, live video stream where I'll talk about stuff every week and you can ask questions. Follow me there. It's uh, my, Just follow me. It's at Manny Coates, okay? And um, we, we talked about this briefly. Uh, it was a quick Periscope on this particular subject. And the question that came up um, that I thought was very interesting was whether or not I was concerned about beating them up over the pricing and whether that would affect the product quality. Okay, and that's a great question, right? Because if if they suddenly were just coming down a lot on price, well, maybe they are making it up somewhere else, right? They're skimping somewhere. So am I concerned about that? So my answer to that is no, I'm not really concerned about it. And I'm gonna tell you why. First, I have the product inspected, okay? I, I have the product inspected by an inspection company. And I've mentioned on our podcast and on our uh, Facebook group um, many times now uh, where you can find inspection companies, okay? But they're going to check everything and make sure it's to spec, that it's uh, of high quality. They're going to send pictures. They're going to send a very large report with everything. They're going to, you know, <laughs> do everything they've got to do to that particular product to make sure um, not only the product's good, but the packaging's good, that it's going to survive the trip over here and so forth. Next... I always order one of the products. Once it gets to Amazon, I, I actually order it from Amazon to have it here. I want to hold it in my hand. I want to see um, how it all comes over. Now, if there's a problem, it, I'm kind of hosed, right? Because it's already at Amazon, but I haven't, I've not had that issue yet. But still, I, I want to do that. I want to have it in my hand. But most importantly, um, the thing that gives me the most security about all of this is I've worked out a deal with the suppliers, okay? when I'm ordering stuff from them, and I have them put this also on the uh, the invoice of the PI, I say that I want them to replace every unit that I get returned to me, and they know I'm selling on Amazon, okay? Any item that gets returned to me on Amazon by a customer as damaged or not working, okay? There's some issue with it. Um, they're going to replace that unit. So the factory will actually credit me, not financially, but with an extra unit the next time I place an order, okay? That keeps uh, the suppliers in check. I, I believe it does, honestly. For example, if I order a thousand units and I'm about to place my next order, I can show them. You know, Amazon sends you the reports, right? You have the reports of all the returns and why they were returned. I can say I had uh, 20 units or I had 40 units um, that were returned because of they were damaged or they didn't work or it was whatever, whatever the reason is. Okay, and then I'll just tell them, you know, I'm ordering 2,000 units now. Can you please credit? 40 units, please add 40. So it'll be 2,040 units and uh, no problems. It's uh, it's always done. Now, 
a word of advice because I didn't do this initially. <laughs> you want to do this every time you order, okay? Originally, I was like, ah, eh, you know what? I got busy and I'm like, I'll do it the next order. And then I got busy and I'm like, oh, I'll have them credit me the next order because um, I didn't have time to pull the reports and do all that kind of stuff. Um, so then I'm like three, four orders in and the number of returns has built up, right? Instead of, uh, you know, let's say it's four orders instead of 50 units that they have to credit me per order. It's now 50 units times the last four orders. So it's 200 units. So when I tell them I want them to credit me 200 units, they freak out because 200 units is a lot right? Especially if you're, um, if I'm ordering 2000 units, so that's 10% of the, the whole, the whole, uh, package. So don't do that guys. Um, make sure that you're doing this on, if you're going to do the same tactic, the same process, make sure you're doing it every time you order. Okay. And be honest with your suppliers. Don't try to, you know, screw them over by including other stuff. Like if, if the pro, if the customer returns it and it's not because of a defect or some, some reason, that um, is the fault of the, the factory, then I don't include it, okay? I don't want them to pay for stuff that, just because somebody doesn't like the product maybe, it's not defective or anything like that, I don't charge that to the, the factory. So that's it guys, you know what? Um, I always say practice your negotiating with suppliers, even if you're not interested in a particular product, go out there and practice with them. Try negotiating a product down, you know, get that silicone glove or spatula or whatever it is, you know, actually probably stick within your niche, whatever your niche is, you know, you're going to find companies that have products that are similar, but not the same. You can try negotiating with them and, and do crazy things, right? Just do things you would never want to do with your supplier because you're afraid they would just tell you to, you know, hit the road um, and see what happens. It's very interesting, the responses you'll get and um, you can learn from that. Okay. It's like going to the batting cages and learning and, and, you know, and hitting that ball and practicing. Next time you come back, you're better and better and better. So that's what you want to do. And if you're just not out there practicing, you're negotiating. If you're only doing it with one company and that's the only company you ever do it with, then you don't really get all that much better and you might not be getting the best deal. So um, I mentioned earlier to uh, follow me on Periscope. Definitely uh, come check us out on the Facebook group over uh, at uh, Amazon FBA High Rollers. Okay, that's the name of the group. It's a very active community. I'm in there, Guillermo's in there. Uh, a lot of fantastic people, um, other members and owners of groups are in there. So uh, come check it out, Amazon FBA High Rollers. You can also get there by clicking the link over at our website at ampmpodcast.com. And we also have a tools section now over on our uh, website that has uh, links to the tools that I use. So check that out. It's in the top right corner again at ampmpodcast.com. All right, guys, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this. Until next time, take care. You've been listening to the AMPM Podcast, hosted by Manny Coates. For more information, insider tools, and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit ampmpodcast.com.